deep in the forest, beneath overgrown moss and ivy, hidden away, lies the living library. It's alive. Hello? Sorry, this library isn't open to the public, and especially not to a tiny child dressed as the police. Oh, you are a mini police officer? Mm-hmm. And do you have a library card? Oh, you do. Fine. Come in. Well, officer, as you can see, there's nothing suspicious in here. Oh, they're just Halloween decorations I'm packing away. It's totally not a person in a box whose arms and legs fell off. That box is upstairs. That was a joke. Huh, you've drawn a question on your little pad. Where was I on the night of October 31st? Uh, Let's see, I'll check my diary. Oh, it's gone. (laughs) I left it on the little table. Where could it be? Um, excuse me, officer. Do you have a rectangular lump in your shirt pocket? That wouldn't happen to be my diary. No, no. Hmm, all right. Do you mind if I finish my tea? (sighs) Well, I was having a party with Wicked William and Vile Vanessa, lovely ghouls, and we bobbed for apples in slime. (gasps) My tea has disappeared right out of my hand. How did that... Uh, officer... Your hat is suddenly a lot higher than it was before. And any time you move, there's tea sloshing down your face. Give me that hat! Hey, that's my teacup under there. And that is my diary. Actually, empty your pockets. Put me down! (laughs) You're not a police officer at all. In fact, you're a robber. And if you've searched out this particular branch, you probably want to steal a story of the spooky and scintillating. Every troubling tale in the history of this country, you want to nab the book. Come back here. Don't try to hide in the dripping dungeon. That's where we keep books on torture by tickling. The door to the awful attic is locked to protect the solid gold books about rotten rubbish. So don't try there either. slid in the slime I was bobbing for apples in. Thank goodness I had no intention of cleaning that up. And here's wicked William and vile Vanessa. And they brought their handcuffs. Did I mention they're the ghosts of jail wardens? No? Must have slipped my mind like the way you slipped in that slime. (laughs) Now let me guess where you were before here. Glasnevin. I knew it! Well, I have just the book for you. Before we call the real police. William, Vanessa, bring him this way. Now, my sticky-fingered silly, let me tell you all about Glasnevin Graveyard and its unusual history. Glasnevin Cemetery in Dublin opened in 1832. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, Father. Will you watch where you're going with that coffin? 
Convening over 124 acres, it's the largest graveyard in Ireland. Over 1.5 million people have been buried there. If I could just squeeze past you there, Father. Rest in peace. 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 Recipe. Rest in peace. It's so popular, people are dying to get in. (laughs) I am so gas. Famous Irish people such as Michael Collins, Daniel O'Connell, Maud Gaughan and Eamon de Valera are buried here. While a usual grave plot can be bought for €1,000, others pay extra to be buried near famous folk for all eternity. Put me beside Al Michael Collins there. That will be €40,000, please. What? I'll um, uh, take de Valera then, I suppose. Of course. 20000 please. Oh, just stick me over beside that tree. With so many buried there, it's no surprise there have been some unusual stories, like the mysterious case of the woman who was buried twice. The night was humid. I'd been called out to investigate the death of one Maria Higgins. There was a suspicion she and her husband were trying to scam the insurance company. Firstly, her coffin made a funny noise when they carried it. Mara was upset when she died. Actually, she was in bits. (laughs) Higgins was quite the joker. No, actually, that was a good one. (laughs) Anywho, the other suspicious thing was the woman who looked exactly like Mara Higgins at the funeral. Hey, what's your name? Uh, um, Snora Miggins. Yes, I'll go with that. So there we have it. Case closed. What a rubbish detective. Yeah, I gave the doctor a bottle of whiskey to say I was dead and filled my coffin with rubble. My husband and I got £500 from the life insurance policy. We bought all the things that people thought were cool in 1858. I really died years later and was buried again in Glasnevin. So that means I'm a ghost? Oh, (laughs) boo. In the late 1800s, guards armed with rifles would patrol the cemetery. One night, a guard called James Horton saw a bizarre, colourful, unusual creature hiding up a tree. Better safe than sorry. It was then Mr. Fogarty popped up. Excuse me, guard, you haven't seen my parrot. It flew out the window. Fogarty would sue the cemetery, successfully. I didn't even know what a parrot was. Here's where we get to the other sticky-fingered stealers like you, kid. Grave robbers. In the 1800s, medical students needed to practice. Seeing as not enough people had donated their bodies to science, they would employ grave robbers, or resurrection men, to creep into graveyards at night and steal the bodies from freshly dug graves. One day, in 1830, they came a little too early, while the family were still at the graveside in Glasnevin mourning their loved one. It was reported a gunfight broke out, with over 60 shots fired. Well, if we die, we're in the right place. Move over in the coffin, Mara. (laughs) I'm not dead, remember? So, there we have it. You see what happens to thieves and robbers. I think you've learned your lesson, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll never do it again? Mm-hmm. I love it when I can change someone's wicked ways. Time to go then. I'll walk you out. Hey, 
Vile Vanessa, have you seen my watch? Oh, and just in case you were going to tell some of your little friends to pay us a visit, remember, this library isn't for kids! (laughs) 